What's going on, boys and girls? We have a terrific episode of Two White Lights for you today. We finish off our previews on the female side of USAPL Mega Nationals, one of the more anticipated meets of the year in all of powerlifting, tested or untested. Everyone's tuning into USAPL Nationals. And as promised, we are doing the preview to get you excited for it. We get excited. We get more excited get doing these previews as they go on because you know you're getting one day closer to one of the more anticipated meets of the year. So as promised, 67.5 kilo weight class all the way to 100 plus. Last episode we did, we did junior primetime up to 60 kilo. So this will pretty much finish up the entire female side of uh, the preview, hot takes, predictions, analysis, breakdown. You got it all this episode. Tune in soon. We are going to do the men's side for USAPL. It's going to be a marathon of previews on Two White Lights. Solana Lewis is here helping us out, and we're all excited. We're all excited. Me, I'm excited. Steve's excited. Solana's excited for Nationals, and you should be too, and we are going to help you get there, I promise. So without further ado, here it is, Two White Lights. Oh, baby, I like it more. Yeah, baby, I like it more. Oh, baby, I like it more. Yeah, baby, I like it more. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah. Give me the mic so I can take her away. Off on the natural charge, bone for yards. Yeah, from the home of the Dodger Brooklyn squad. Who tank killer, he's on the score. And as promised, we are going to continue our coverage for USAPL Mega Nationals with the second half of our females. We're going 67 and a half kilos and up. We just, if you listened to the last episode on Monday, we talked, ended off this show with 60 kilos. And we're going to start off with the weight class that I think rivals it as most stacked weight class. 67 and a half. I am joined by Steve Denovi and our official co-host of preview shows, Solana Lewis. How are you today? Hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, I'm doing good. I'm excited. Yeah. My favorite weight class. I, yeah, I don't know why we had her on here. She has no idea about any info on the 67 and a half class. Yeah, I'm excited to get some takes on this, you know, because I get a little bit fiery when I talk about the 82 and a halves because, you know, that's my weight class. Get to talk to you about your weight class, too. So kick us off here. 67 and a half kilo week weight class, stacked, looking fantastic. What do you think about it, Solana? All right. So we got, like I said, stacked roster. So, of course, we have Sam Calhoun, who is three-time national champion, has competed at Worlds, and... She is always consistent nine for nine lifter, mm-hmm. right? So that one's always a high one to watch. And we talked about this a little bit in the last podcast. She, we know she's doing an intentional weight cut in order to improve her dot score is, because her main goal is to win the pro series. Is So I want to ask a question. Is she cutting down to 63 just to establish that precedent of being a 63 kilo lifter? Because I heard... That was, I mean, I, I poorly did it last episode too, because I was, this is what I wanted to ask. Is, I know she, I mean, obviously you get to help your dots by doing that, but you know, she's still, I think, uh, with the amount of great 63 kilo lifters in the world, kind of wants to stay within that running there with the best 63 kilo lifters in the world. Have you guys heard anything about that? 
she hasn't specifically told me like what she wants to cut down to. Um, I know that she's at the moment losing about one to one and a half pounds per week and has been for the past few weeks. So that's a decent amount. So I think she's going to be pretty lean coming in, but I don't know what exact weight. Okay. All right. Just wondering. All right. So dots is going to be important there. Um, uh-huh. and good. Go slow. Okay. So. <laughs> Okay, so Gabby Martinez, um, she had a huge meet at the Arnold's at the Grand Prix, and we all saw that. And I'm really excited to see the showdown because her training is also looking very strong. And I'm like, this is going to be a big battle between her and Sam and some other people. But her and Sam is going to be fun to watch. And then I don't know how well, y'all, I got to meet Cassandra Carlton when we were all in Austin together. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. And looking at her training, it's also going extremely well. Yeah. Um, I know that her last meet was Collegiate, right? No. No, she did a um, a local meet uh, in Austin where the numbers were good, but she did miss lifts. And to me, it, there's a measuring stick. It's okay to miss lifts, but when you're an elite-level lifter and we're doing these preview shows and that's like your tune-up meet or something to get you places and you're missing lifts – Eh, I'm 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 a little bit. I, I focus a little bit on that because I've seen lifters who had tune-up meets, and the goal is to just go nine for nine, stay fresh, hit your numbers, get together a good total, then take that momentum and build from there. Where you know did did miss two lifts. Yeah, she did. I just saw she missed the last squat and deadlift. So training is looking pretty solid. Um, but we gotta see if how consistent she can be on meet day. I am stoked about Jordan. Mm-hmm. Like, Jordan Fantom with that monster freaking deadlift. She hit 513 at the Arnold's. It was a deadlift only meet, right? So, of course, you got to take that into account. But I cannot wait to see her because her training is on fire. And I think she just she just hit, like, it was 480 that looked like RPE, like, Five. All of her, I'm probably overdoing it. All of like. her deadlifts, but all of her deadlifts do look like that. From four fifty to about five fifteen, they all look RPE five. And that because I yep. remember Midwest oh. Prime Time was the first uh, was the first time I got to see her. And during that meet, the momentum she was building for Midwest Prime Time was legit, like possibly breaking some records, probably possibly breaking the open record. And then I remember at that meet, like her first two deadlifts were nothing. And then her last deadlift, like, it didn't budge off the floor. So I guess that's the indicator so, yeah. of RPE, if it just doesn't leave the floor. Yeah, she's one of those. Like, either it's moving or it's not. <laughs> um, but she also just hit 501, and it was ridiculously easy, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just casually hitting it. <laughs> and her her squat's coming up. Like, her last meet, she had 358 squat. Like, she just hit a 374 squat, and it looked good. Like, mm-hmm. it looked, like, smooth. Like, RP 7 yeah, uh, I I think Jordan, we're going to talk about that as a whole, but I think someone to really get into the top three potentially um, and having one of those breakout ways because she has all the tools to be one of the best female lifters in the world. Um, it's just developing them and, you know, doing the right things. And I'm not saying she wasn't in the past. It's just also we don't have a whole lot of um, meets from her. So I remember last year just hesitant about doing nationals because of the fucking – you remember that? Remember the issues with nationals? It feels like lifetimes ago, but there was an issue with, yeah. uh, you know, getting into nationals and trying to sign up in record time. Um, and I remember there were some, like, some things with that. 
uh, and then not really being able to do. I think he did a meet within that time frame, though. But we just don't. It ha- was like the week before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. We uh, and her boyfriend Michael Cole DiPietro, we were in Indianapolis together, um, and I was drinking. And I was like, hey, why aren't you uh, drinking tonight? She's like, I usually don't drink this close to competition. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, fuck. I should probably not do that, too. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm only competing a week later than you, and I think I was three weeks out at the time. So as I sip on a ice-cold redacted light. but Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, of course, you can't forget multi-time world champion Jen Thompson. Yeah. We'll be competing. I don't know how she's doing um with the hip. Like wasn't she dealing with hip pain for like a long time? I think- Yeah, she had that hip surgery and then hip pain. The, the biggest thing it looks like her squat has fully recovered. It's been her deadlift that doesn't hasn't seemed to kick back in. That's what she had an issue with at the VA Pro. And still at this point, um I think I saw like a 390 deadlift that it wasn't it wasn't like an RP10 but like it was hard. I just don't think her deadlift has quite come fully back and that's kind of what's hold that's what's kind of holding her back total wise right now a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her bench is looking great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, per usual bench bench hitting all-time PRs again. Yeah, I think I yeah. think Jen so, Thompson I think I mean at this point of her career it's like she's established so much. The fact that she's just on <laughs> the stage competing at the big levels and, you know, and not, it's not like, it, it doesn't look like a complete struggle for her, still healthy, still doing her thing. I mean, it's going to be hard to continue a world champion success tour in this late in her career, but I just got to respect it. Just constantly going out there, still breaking records, still being the bench queen of the weight class. You got, you got to respect uh, everything she's doing there. Um, and I'm Lisa Gardner. Up there too, just competed at collegiates. Uh, did she get prime time? Yeah, yeah. she could have done. She could have done. Or she, well, one, she could have done collegiate prime time, but she's this class had nine lifters in prime time, the most of any class, and well deserved too. Yeah, that makes total sense to me. Um, this might be one of the more compelling weight classes, not just of the female side, but I think of entire nationals. And I would actually probably give it my title as most compelling weight class. On the female side, because I think there's potential parity between one and two. I think it's possible um, in this weight class, and that'll be a huge story. And I'm particularly talking about Gabby Martinez and Sam Calhoun. Gabby Martinez yeah. is building something where she can challenge Sam Calhoun. The young lifters are rising in the sport, especially in the USAPL. Gabby Martinez always been a just a beast collegiate lifter and junior lifter. Now she's... She's an established open lifter. I think got second at well, the Arnold Classic. Bigger, bigger caveat there: established raw lifter. Oh yeah, because she was a very elite equipment lifter, and now the fact that she's focusing solely on raw has been very evident by the progress she's making. Yeah, and also you know me being in Texas, me I mean randomly running into Gabby Martinez pretty much everywhere. I I got to see, ran into her at IPA Worlds uh, recently. And telling me her plans, she's got some aspirations that, you know, a lot of lifter, when people tell me their goals of what they want to do and be the best and push, some people are a little bit closer to their chest, but when people tell me flat out, like, what they want to do in the sport and what they're training to do, that tells me something. That is an important thing to note because it's 
it tells you that they're in it. They're in it for the long run. They're in it for the wins. They're in it to win the weight class. They're in it to get some accolades or get some trophies. Gabby Martinez is a gamer. Gabby Martinez is a competitor. She's going to try to challenge Sam Calhoun. And Sam, again, she always has the benefit of going 9 for 9 and you know hitting her lips and being just an incredible competitor herself and being a smart competitor and being a strong competitor. Gabby Martinez is going to be on those heels, though. If, if Sam Cahoon slips up, Gabby Martinez could be there. Um, that's the matchup I'm really looking forward to, is Sam Cahoon versus Gabby. Yeah, and I'll be frank. If I'm looking at my predicted totals, I've got Gabby's top end higher. That doesn't mean I think Gabby's winning, and I'll explain that as we go along. But, say, well, one, we've talked about this in past preview shows. Sam doesn't really post a lot of training like that is indicative of what she's going to do on the platform. And even if she did, she's pretty well known for doing a lot more on the platform, especially on deadlift than she does in training. Uh, and deadlift was kind of the issue at the Arnold that was down a little bit. I think she taught, I think she matched what she did squat wise. I think she PR'd her bench a little bit, but deadlift was down about 17 pounds from the VA pro. Um, I, if you take, I, I'm basically taking like, especially at factoring in the weight cut and everything, if she could match her best numbers of the combination of the VA Pro and the Arnold, I think that would be a great meet for her. Uh, if she can go 9 for 9, 391, 253, 507, 1151. From that, though, looking at Gabby, she missed 485 twice at the Arnold. I believe, well, we've we've talked about this, I think, on the podcast. Uh, the Grand Prix, you had no idea what was going on, but I believe Gabby was pulling for the win twice, and she missed it mm-hmm. uh, with 485 um, to pull ahead of Sam. Uh, in the gym, Gabby just deadlifted 49. Now, there was up and down, but it was kind of like a balance wobble. I don't know if that, I don't, I think she failed it based off of strength though at the Arnold. Um, strength wise, the 49 moved pretty darn easy, but it, it wasn't white lights, but I think very much so that is in her wheelhouse to hit 49 now. Um, she just benched 247 for three and her best bench is 259. Um, she hasn't posted squat much, but she squatted 357 for a double at like six or seven RPE. Either way, she looks poised for something big. I've got her at 407, 265, 490 for 1162 total. So based off of top end strength, I've actually got Gaddy higher. That doesn't mean I'm picking her though. I don't really actually know who I'm going to pick yet. We're going to keep discussing. The difference here is, is while Gabby might have the higher top end, I don't know if I can pick against Sam in a situation of a head-to-head battle when it's that close. Ten pounds isn't enough to beat Sam because Sam isn't missing, and she's going to make sure she does everything she can to make the gap. Because Gabby can't miss a lift. If Gabby misses a lift, it's I, I, it's probably Sam's to win, no doubt. Yeah, I agree, and I think I said I think we said this previously. Like, you just can't bet against Sam Calhoun until she, like you see some evidence that someone could beat her easily or beat her, um, say with like eight lifts or something. I I can't. It's a uh, very similar. I mean, we're gonna get to IPF World Breakdown. It's very similar to Keiko. It's like at this point, I can't pick against Keiko because he just he's in battles every single time he's competing and he wins and he always goes nine for nine. Same thing with Sam Calhoun. I can't find myself picking against her because of her accolades. But if you're, I mean, this is as close as ever, right? This is not a conversation I was having last year. This is not a conversation we were having last year. I mean, if it's not even last year, the past three or four years picking against Sam Calhoun. I mean, she she won best overall lifter. I think um, the 2019 
Raw Nationals or 2018? Uh, based on, um, I think it was IPF score or Wilkes. It's one of those. Point being, she's been one of the best power lifters in the world. She's one of the best female lifters in the world. She's established, and she's had that title for a long time. She's had this success for a long time. When you do it for a long time, you're doing something right. You know, when is it going to happen? Well, we're talking about Gabby Martinez now, and I think this is the strongest competitor Sam Calhoun in the U.S. in the in the United States has had to face for um, a uh, potential person who's going to win. Yeah, it's it's going to be very very close. That's, I'm not sold on either one, and I'm probably going to keep debating this as we're going along because it's kind of one of those things. Angela, you said in the last episode, you, you kind of like play out things in your head versus like being analytical. You just kind of like, oh, this is what I, I, I I'm kind of playing out like, okay, Gabby's going to do this, Sam's going to do this, but then Gabby misses a, I, I, like semi predicting that Gabby misses like a bench press and then Sam has the subtotal lead going in, uh, whatever it may be. Like you're, you're kind of like playing these things out in your head. Uh, I don't know. That, but with that being said, that's the highlight of the class. But at the same time, our third place battle is deep. Um, I, it's crazy because I'm going to leave them out, but we got Jen Thompson and Jen Milliken in this class. And while I don't want to say never, never say never, the fact that we're taking two of the greatest USAPL female lifters of all time, and I'm going to likely say that we have four people batting for third, and it probably isn't them at this point, is insane to me. Now, if Jen comes and can get that deadlift back, that would change it for me. Uh, Jen Thompson. Jen Milliken, it looks like her training is going decent, but I, I just don't see any. She doesn't usually post a whole bunch, and I don't see anything that says she's going to add a whole bunch over what she's done to like the 1050 range. So just because of that, I've got Cassandra, Jordan Pantone, Laisha, and Ivy Lambus as my four. Uh, probably more so biasing towards Cassandra, Jordan, and Laisha. Ivy, uh, she doesn't post a whole lot. Um, it sounds like training's going well. Now, we could definitely see a surprise for her because she hasn't competed since December, but I just don't have enough information to be able to say that she's added the same to her total that I see from Cassandra, Jordan, and Laisha. But I, I look at 1,100 as that, like, that mark. I got Cassandra uh, at, like, 1,108. Um, she hasn't done a whole lot since her last meet that I'm like, I, I for sure added a ton, but if I'm looking at kind of her second attempts that she did hit, they were decently easy. Like she definitely had a little more in the tank and it was just the fact that she overreached a little bit on those third attempts, I believe on squat and deadlift. Let's say she hits those 420, 253, 435, that's 1108 total. I've got Jordan. She just squatted 374 pretty easy. I think she can easily add 10 to 15 pounds over her, her best squat, if not, or, uh, or, or no, 10 to, uh, maybe another 10 to 15 pounds on her bench. She doesn't really post that too much. Um, and then she hit 513 on deadlift at the Arnold and the deadlift only meet easily got the deadlift to 501. I've got her 385, 204, 508 for 1097. So again, right at that like 1100 range. And then Laisha, honestly, She's went on a run since collegiate. I would have thought if I didn't see her training that likely she was probably going to have a little trouble trying to add to what she did. Now we knew she had more in her deadlift. She had the deadlift issue and like easily smoked that third attempt, but she just had like an eight to nine RPE day in the gym of 374, 253, 429, which all is heavier than what she did at collegiate and all looked like heavy seconds or easy thirds. I've got her 385, 253, 445 for 1083. And I wouldn't be surprised if she's got more on that deadlift. So it's a toss-up for me between Cassandra, Jordan, and uh, Lysha for that third spot. 
I'm not sure. You guys convince me which one I need to choose. Okay. Well, so we kind of are going through the same three for top three. Um, I'm definitely looking more at Jordan because she's been really consistent and like just she's killing it with every single lift right now. Um, but also Cassandra, what worries me is definitely like what Angelo said, like you're doing a meet to like to like prep up for like this one and you're missing. So if she learns from it, she could definitely have a strong meet, but. I'm kind of on the fence about will she be able to execute on meet day. Um, Lysha, you are correct. Like, just had an excellent freaking day in the gym. SPD 374, 253, 429. So I am more between Jordan and Lysha and leaning more towards Jordan. But the big thing with Jordan, Cassandra, I've got her at a 435 deadlift. I've got Jordan at 508. That's big. Yeah. That's a big discrepancy there. Even though, I mean, Cassandra's going to have her on subtotal by a decent amount. But the fact is, Jordan likely has the final pull to meet, even over Sam. So Jordan's going to get to load up whatever she wants. And Jordan has IPF Worlds uh, experience. She's done this. Mm. She's been powerlifting for a really long time. Yeah, crazy long. This is like 14 or 15 or something crazy. Yeah, she's been uh, she's very been accomplished equipped power. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I mean, that's actually, if you go through all the, I mean, this is possibly the most experienced of the weight classes too, right? I mean, look at the lineup we have. Sam Calhoun, been there, done that, has done everything in powerlifting. Gabby Martinez, we talked about her history as an equip lifter, has been competing for a very long time. Super involved in the sport. The reason why I'm seeing her a lot, because I go to a lot of meets in Texas, is she's judging, she's spotting, she's loading, handling. She's doing it all because she's a TSA lifter, goes to TSS. You gotta do it all if you go to those, that, to, to it, within the San Antonio area. You just do it all. Um, Jen Thompson has been competing forever and has been amazing forever. Um, 23 years. Yeah. Uh, Ted Milliken, again, has had... I'm 25 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ted Milliken, uh, another been there, done that kind of lifter, has experienced it all, has done it all, too, in powerlifting. This, you're going to see experienced lifter. The whole primetime thing doesn't really matter to them. Um, I, I think you're... They're so seasoned. They're they know their way around a barbell. They know their way around the competition. It's an incredibly hard weight class to predict. Third place is, I I think just as hard as one or two, if not harder. Like I can't I cannot cannot give you a definitive answer. Yeah, I'm just upset. I get a handle in this session, so I like to be able to watch them. That's my biggest <laughs> uh, issue with this. I want to watch this one. Yeah, I mean. Again, I'm probably leaning towards Jordan just because of that deadlift advantage. The only issue there is we just haven't seen her compete at this level in a while. I, I want to see kind of how it comes together. Um, her local meet went really well. Um, ah, I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, first we got to kind of decide who wins. Yeah. We, rather than rather than doing top three, since this one's so crazy, we'll do top three. But let's all go through and figure out who we have winning first and getting second because it's, it's Sam versus Gabby. What are we doing? Who's volunteering to go first? Solana, go first. Ah. <laughs> there you Mine. go. All right. I'm going to go with Sam for first, even though just like Steve, like I literally have Gabby at higher numbers, like when I was predicting actual numbers. But at the end of the day, like 
Sam should be able to pull after her, which is very, very helpful. And she's got the experience at IPF level as well, even though Gabby's got all experience. So I'm just going to go with Sam, but my whole heart and soul is not fully in that answer, but I'm going with it. All right. How about you, Steve? All right. I'm talking myself into this. I don't want to. Sam's one of my favorite lifters in all of powerlifting, but for the sake of the fact that we need to have some fun conversation here, I'm going Gabby, and I think I can make a pretty good argument here. Here's my hot take. Gabby wins. Sam hits a higher dots. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, Sam has – I mean – She's doing it. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, obviously, I think Sam wants to win the weight class, but she's making a notable effort to have a high dots. That has an effect versus if she had maximized her body weight and strength and, and advantage there. I just, I think that combined with the fact that I feel like Gabby is getting stronger weekly, almost Caitlin Berry-esque, because the fact that she is now fully dedicated to raw lifting, that I wouldn't be surprised if in two or three weeks we see some even bigger numbers from Gabby that says she might have a 30 pound advantage. That is a very possible scenario. So I'm getting ahead of my, I'm getting ahead of us to make the prediction that I think that she's going to do that so that I look really good when she does. So yeah, I'm going to go Gabby wins, but Sam hits the higher dot score. You want to hear my hot take? What? I think Gabby Martinez is the best 69 kilo lifter in the world. If you put her in that weight, it's a very hot take. Yep, I think, but I think if she, when you see kind of the end work there, I think she's going to have a, she's going, and also she has to compete at a lower weight, too. Yeah, I think if you spot her, I mean, looking at the numbers, you spot her two and a half kilos. Chandler Babb and Marta or Marte Jenner. I mean, she's right there. With 530-ish. I think you spot her two and a half kilos. I think by the end of this year, you could be looking at her being the best 69 kilo lifter in the world, but she's competing 67 and a half. Um, so that's my hot take. But in 67 and a half kilo weight class, I gotta go with Sam just because it's Sam. It's Sam Calhoun. It's, it's, it's razor, razor thin between these two. But I did it to the Arnold. I can't go back on it, you know? I can't go back on what I said from the Arnold till now because I haven't seen just enough definitive things that Sam is going to lose. That can happen. not saying it won't happen. That can happen where there's a point there where I'm like, this lifter is just going to have a higher total. That has not happened yet with Sam Calhoun. I, I am confident with her hitting her lifts um, and able to win the weight class. It's an incredibly important one. Yeah, the dots are, is going to be really important here, but I say Sam, Gabby Martinez second, but Gabby Martinez, I actually think with the 69 kilo weight class, she, I think the best in America, if we're going based on America representatives, I think she is, um, her and Chandler Babb are at the top, but I think, uh, uh, Gabby Martinez with Kristen Dunsmore, uh, Gabby Martinez is the, the better lifter of those two. So, I would put Gabby Martinez as my second. I guess now we just got to talk about thirds on where it's yep. going to go, and that's going to be all over well, the let's place. Go all the right. opposite way now. Angela first. All right. So with the polls, I mean, like you said, Jordan Pantone is a good person to pick because of the poll. I'm so here are the two lifters I'm actually going back and forth on: Lysha and Jordan. 
I think with just what those two do, um, I mean, if you look at the bench, too, Lysa has that beat. But I mean, if if I'm speaking on experience, I know what it feels like to still beat people in placing in spite of getting out benched by 50 pounds. And that's what the big pull has for Jordan. I'm going to go Lysa. I'm going to go Lysa Gardner on this one. Wait, All right. wait, hold on, hold on. Because so. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm factoring in the fact that he can compete at collegiates too. Jordan is well rested. Very well rested. Oh, this one's tough. This one's really tough. Fuck it. Lysa. I'm going to Lysa Gardner. Okay. I am going Cassandra Carlton. I'm looking at it. Her training's going well. She hasn't posted anything that's indicative of me knowing too much that's like over what she's already done. But her training's going really well. And if she can hit those lifts that she missed, I think Jordan and Lysha would have to do something that is pretty crazy. Possible, but crazy. And Cassandra's going to have to really put, I mean, even though she's not going to have the deadlift advantage, her subtotal is going to really force their hand. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that. I, I, I was thinking Jordan when we were going into this, but I think I've kind of talked myself into Cassandra because I, I, I do, based off of, like, total-wise, I think Cassandra's going to go in with a pretty big subtotal. Um, and it's going to really force the hand of Jordan and Lysha to have to push themselves. And with a full meet, 513 is going to be a lot harder to hit on deadlifts than if you're doing a deadlift-only meet. So, yeah, I'm going Cassandra. All right. Is there a reason we're not really talking about Jen Milliken more? <laughs> well, I'm like really looking. I know she doesn't post. Well, she doesn't like me. Makes it way harder, right? That was last year. <laughs> he likes he likes Steve. Not, I think he verbatim said that I like Steve, not Andy. Well, because yeah, I picked I picked her over Jen last year, and you picked Jen over her. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I remember why. No, I, I mean, remember she doesn't. It's it's less that we're not talking about Jen. It's more so that we're talking about this new era. Like, Jen, it looks, again, like, it looks like her training's going decently well. It just doesn't look like she's, like, leveled up to where she's adding 50 pounds to her total out of nowhere. It looks like she's right on par with where she has been. Yeah, Jen Milliken, though, Jen Milliken, though, wouldn't be a bad pick for third. Like, not not by any stretch of imagination. She didn't have a great round nationals, but before that, she told 11.02. And I, like, I have, like, Cassie having the best meet of her life and totaling, like, maybe 11.06 on the best day of her life. Okay, I know, I so, know. That's a fair uh, argument. I, I get know. it. I get it. It's a it's a fair argument. That yeah, and like, she was in I, wraps though in USPA with a deadlift bar. Hey, <laughs> what? Experience? Yes. Did they USPA me? Yes, yeah, so USPA oh, Kentucky assume. State Championship. Ooh. She was in wraps. Oh, and she had a deadlift okay. Bar. I was so confused. I thought you were talking about Cat. I'm a Cassie. No, no. her <laughs> best her best <laughs> total ever. That. Her best total ever is 1085. Okay. And that, that was back okay, in 2019 Raw Nationals. That makes sense because I was looking at my notes and I looked just now open parallel. I think I saw 1102. And I was like, wait. Now, the, so, that, was right the 1085, that 1085 isn't out of the question. I mean, if we're looking at Raw Nationals last year, she tried to squat more than 2019 and just missed it. So she probably still had 407. 
she benched just two and a half kilos less, and then she missed the same third deadlift. So, like, I mean, if she everything comes together on the day, I mean, ten eighty five is very possible, but I don't know if ten eighty five is enough. Weird. And again, okay. too, I mean, I I would I would probably be picking Jen Thompson for third if I had any proof that her deadlift was back to full strength. Um, but I, I haven't seen anything that tells me her deadlift is feeling good again, or else I'd probably be picking Jen Thompson for third actually right now because her squat and her bench have been amazing lately. It just seems like her deadlift is kind of not fully back after that hip issue. Um, and then if one of our co-hosts would slip me some money, I'd be picking Solana Lewis for third. <laughs> yeah, Solana. No, we didn't, we didn't, be, we didn't even, we didn't even touch on Solana. You're going to be in front of the training. Who, who speaking time. of Solana, she actually made a post with some good lifts just to, because she realized that it was really annoying trying to research and no one was posting anything. So she didn't want to be that person. Hit a very not, oh, was it, was that 397? No, it was 392.7. I literally chipped my, <laughs> chipped my last meet. Move very nicely. I mean, everything I see, I feel like you're on, on pace for like another two and a half to five kilos every lift, it seems like. We gonna see. Um, we should, but okay. So realistically, I'm more torn between Jordan and Jen. I'm going to go with Jordan. All right. For my third place. So we got some parody here with all of our predictions. So we got, uh, I think the first of our females that has been not a clean sweep from all of us, Gabby Martinez on Steve's end, Sam Calhoun for both of us. Um, I, and then, I got Lysha, C's got Cassandra, Solana's got Jordan, all, all young lifters too. I think, are they all juniors? Yeah, Sam's, Sam's definitely a junior. No, I'm talking about third place. Are you saying third place? Third place, third place, man. (laughs) (laughs) Sam's the only one not a junior, if that's the case in our rankings. Because I think Gabby Martinez still is. If I'm wrong on that, I don't know. Yeah, all juniors. Okay. Nice. So, yeah, I was, we're seeing a lot of that from all of our female uh, weight classes. Just, um, you know, a lot of young lifters coming up and making a lot of progress and having a lot of breakout performances. Uh, yeah, I would say, when when does uh, six seven half compete? What day? Am I commentating? Friday, Friday night. No, you're competing. Oh, fuck yeah, I am. <laughs> you... <laughs> You asked that twice too. All three um, of us, none of us can watch it. Solana's oh yeah, competing, you're competing. And then I'm, I'm not all, I'm coaching, but I have got Autumn on flight A and I've got Sean on flight B. So I will watch nice. absolutely nothing other than those two. Oh, man. Well, speaking of Autumn, he's sponsored by an incredible company that you should all go and get their apparel. Leflar Bros, the best apparel company in powerlifting. Use the best promo code. In powerlifting, two WL15 to save yourself some money on dad hats, t-shirts, joggers, socks, comp tees. They have awesome comp tees. Solana, do you agree? Best comp tees. I do agree. Yeah. Do they, do yeah. they still got dick tees? <laughs> oh no, I know you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know if they went off. They should. The 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 wang tee. Oh yeah, the 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 wang. Oh man, I forgot the tag for that. Was it the Wang Clan? I almost put that on last night. I was going to t- dinner for Mother's Day, late Mother's Day. I was Wang like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to wear the Wang Tee for Mother's Day dinner. Wang Tee. No, I mean, you got to support a company that just, you know, they're hanging dong on t shirts, right? Like, uh, what other company yeah. is doing that? Do that, get better today. I dare you. But use promo code 2WL15 to save yourself some money. Follow them on Instagram. I mean, 
if you're looking at the sponsored athletes as well, they're giving back to the sport. They're sponsoring a ton of athletes. They're sponsoring meets. They are uh, have a new YouTube channel that's up, uh, releasing content on that. Everything's looking fantastic. They provide excellent coverage, too, of powerlifting meets, and they make you look good. If you aren't supporting Left Floor Bros, you're a jackass because you should be. Use promo code 2WL15 to save yourself some money on the best-looking merchandise in the sport. All right, 75 kilos. Let's talk about them. Oh, wait, hold on. What's up? Can we give a quick shout-out? I do want to mention Haley Hunter. I don't. She's not, in my opinion, not in contention for top three, mm-hmm. but she's been blowing up so much, I can't not mention her. I think, very good mentioning that for uh, 67.5 kilo lifters, I think Haley Hunter is one of those lifters who's continuously building. Next year, when we talk about nationals, I could see her in the competition of podiuming. But, I mean, this year, just such a stacked weight class. She's not an easy weight class to win. She's in ton of accomplishments. She has, like, every teen record. She, uh, she I, does. I think and- I've seen her, like, oh, I, I mean, I witnessed her own all the teen records and ton of progress that I've seen from her. Um, I think just right now she's easing herself into, like, the big dog category. I agree, and also, like, I think, well, first of all, she just hit a 429 squat, a 440 deadlift, and she hit her 198 bench press, which she hit at the last meet, but it moved really, really fast this time. And I think for her, like, she's at the advantage of not being in prime time, which is good for her, because I think she needs a solid meet where she's not right next to her competition. I think it'll be better for her mentally. And I think she needs more experience to then have an excellent meet, like, next year. Yeah, and also I I think with Arnold just a weird kind of a weird meet for her. That yeah, it's all it started with the second squat. Yeah, the Arnold whole situation there with like the timing of things, and also I think just didn't didn't have the flex handler that she was used to. Um, so I know at Warcat flex was there handling her. Um, and at the Arnold, um, uh, I I think I just just wasn't there. Um, and that does that does have a bit of an effect because uh, I mean. He's going to be there probably handling her at this meet. That's going to be huge for her because – He will be. Because, you know, clearly, you know, Flex has a lot of high-level athletes, a lot of pro athletes as well, and handle his, his handling skills are, are there. Like, he he will help a lifter through something. But, yeah, I agree. Just that, yeah, I, I think the goal for – is she prime time? No, she's regular session. No, oh, no you mentioned she's regular no. session. Okay. So, yeah, I think – Goal for her, put her best foot forward, hit a PR next year. That's where you start making some uh, kill shots for the top three. Word. All right, 75 kilos. Interesting weight class. Right. Steve, start yeah, more fun. this one probably has the most distinct top three. And only three people in primetime. I think that's I think that's the smallest primetime class of either men or women. I, I think men have a couple that have three. I did not but, know that. Yeah. It's, go ahead. I did not know that. I did not know it only had three. Bad journalism on my end. Yeah, only has three in prime time. I think the 140-plus men and the 140 men have only three as well. But for the women, I think it's the only one that has three. It's it, The fact of the matter is, is actually after the top three, the next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven lifters are all incredibly strong. It's just that there's a big gap. Um, I, it, it Really, it's Jasmine, Autumn, Green, and Claire's eye. Jasmine Penn is definitely the favorite. 
Um, she's the one to beat. She'd really have to have an issue to probably not win. Um, she's looking like she's probably going to be about 70 pounds over, um, where Autumn and Claire are, but Autumn and Claire, um, well, well, Claire is a brand new addition. She just changed weight class. She originally signed up for 67 and a half, which if she was 67 and a half, we probably would all pick her for third, um, behind Sam and Gabby. Um, she actually just made a post, I think today or the other day about the kind of decision to move up because the fact is she's worst place or worst case, probably going to get third in this class. Um, but is able to kind of build up to it. Training looks like it's going really well since she's done that and not had to force it. Um, but because of that, uh, I mean, I coach autumn. We, I honestly, I thought it was, it was going to kind of semi be a boring meet because I thought Jasmine was going to do her thing. Autumn was going to do her thing and it was just kind of got to be one, two, but it's now going to be a really, really close battle for Autumn and Claire. Um, I've got, I mean, Claire actually just posted today, I think. I think she just hit 465 on deadlift, which was a PR. Um, we might keep seeing some progress from her even past what I've got, but I've got her at 402, 265, and 474. Um, that's actually before I saw that. I actually think probably you can add another five pounds to each one of those lists based on how the training's going. And that puts it at 1160, which I think is 527 or 530. Um, that's going to make it very, very interesting. Yeah, the addition of Claire's eye has been big. Um, that is, that was a massive development in this, uh, in this weight class. Claire's eye, again, one of those lifters. Would you say she's on the come up? No, she's been at it for a little bit now being at, no, at she's level. been at it for a little bit. Um, she's, she's been in this like third place range for a little bit. Um, and she was kind of overshadowed for a while. I mean, she was in the 69 kilo class, I believe. And then she came down to 67 and a half. She, she's had to do a lot of weight class flipping. I think she, she was, I think she was 72, then 69, then 67. Now she's going back. It's been a lot of weight class flipping. So honestly, that's probably been one of the issues is she just hasn't been able to kind of just stay at a certain weight class for a while and develop there. Yeah, I'm definitely excited that she moved up just knowing, like, I know, like, it was hard for her to, like, keep cutting. I mean, she's pretty lean. Oh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> she's very lean. And I know she was cutting in 69. So when I saw her go 67, I was like, okay, like, we got to get even leaner. So it's just cool that, like, you can go from, like, go up a weight class and still be contention for third place in either weight class. Like, that's, like, fascinating to me. Yeah, that's a definite good position to be in. Um, I think that's actually should be the goal for a lot of lifters. Like, that's why I tell lifters, I'm like, be, try to think of a number that you'll be competitive in another weight class. Right? It's like, if your complete p- competitiveness relies on you being in one singular weight class, and you have to make a big cut for it, it's like, think about that. Think about going, think about what happens if you move up. Can your numbers hold? And then, you know, try to have your training, uh, mimic that. Uh, Claire's a good example of that. Yeah, that's a ton of weight class shifting, though. I think we see a few. Desmond Adrogo also competed 69 last year. Yes. Okay, so I guess that cut off there for the 69 kilo lifters. Um, actually, with one of our former, uh, with one of the lifters we're talking about, 67 and a half, I think Cassie, I don't know if she'll be better off at 75, but I think 69 kilos is her weight class. And I think we're we're kind of we're kind of seeing that with a few of these lifters. Jasmine Penn Autumn Green though, I think seventy five is definitely theirs. Claire's eye will walk in a little bit um, lighter probably. Now the one that. lifter I saw that if Claire or Autumn have an off day that I saw some pretty significant progress from was Brandis Die. Lady Die. Yeah, Jasmine Rachel. 
Rachel Everett, Latonya Wise, Kara Wilson, Shannon Carr, and Lauren McCormick. I got them all around like that 1060 to 1090 range. But Brandis Dye just hit a deadlift PR, 409 by two, did a four-second pause with 253 on bench. Four-second pause. Her, her meet PR is 237. I think she can hit more than 237 if she can legitimately four-second pause 253. Um, squatted 373 for three. Her training's looking really, really good. Um, I, I think she can go like 11, 10, 11, 20, which is a, a little, it's a little out of reach of Autumn and Claire if they have good days, but she's going to be right there. I, I don't want to leave her out because she's kind of knocking on the door and I think kind of be a breakout star here. Um, but yeah, and the one other thing I'll say too, I was just calculating it real quick. Like I said, I think Jasmine wins this. I think her training is going better than it has in a while. Um, I, from what I know, I believe Marcellus and Michael are collaborating on her training this year. Um, she's posting more. The lifts are going looking really good. Depth has been good on squats. I've got her at 1235. If she goes 1235, that's got her at about a 550 dots. I think that probably gets her top three best overall, if not fights for top two overall. Yeah, I. Yeah, I mean Jasmine's just a hard. I mean, I Jasmine's a hard person to pick against. Just um, one of those lifters, like you know, the total kind of holds. Yeah, I, I, I'm just, I, I don't. As much as I love Autumn and the amount of progress she's made, I don't see a situation there where Jasmine's kind of out of lead, and um, I mean. Everything's looking great, and yeah, I guess the the combination of uh, Marcellus and Michael uh, coaching is big. I mean, I, why not, right? Give Marcellus Jasmine, and he can help himself out in the Pro Series standings. Yeah. Is, you think that's what's happening? Huh? You think there's a little... Uh, I don't know. You Marcellus little, is just patting it. You think there's a little collusion? Like, oh, no, no, no. Actually, Jasmine Penn is a, is a, is a, is a craft member, so... And but Charles Akoko signed up as a craft member too. I don't know if I'm giving credit on that in our unofficial rankings though, because I do not believe Marcellus is officially coaching Charles, even if he is signed up under craftsmanship for for nationals. Oh, 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 that is that's sweet right there. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is sweet. But yeah, so Solana did some. I'm not talking about Autumn's numbers per usual. I I'm did not some talking research about my own Yeah, Autumn's Autumn looking post real much. good. She, but what she did post was helpful, right? Like, I know her last meet, the biggest thing was her deadlift. I also know that you guys made some adjustments. I believe what's happening is she's taking her heaviest deadlift farther off from the meet than last time to have more time to recover. Yes, bigger thing, I'll say this. Um, she did not have a powerlifting gym until two months ago. She had never pulled on kilos. That was the issue. Kilos, she was pulling on bumpers that were actually higher than kilo plates. And that was a big issue that once we got to the meat, uh, kilos felt incredibly weird. So now she's pulling on kilos and they feel no different. So continue. Very good. That is excellent. You know, I think it's underrated that like pull, like using kilos is such a big freaking help for mm-hmm. elite lifters, for elite lifters. Yeah. Like it changes everything. It does. In my opinion. I think yeah. Russ can talk about that. <laughs> yeah, he can. I think um, I mean, yeah, he so... made a change to kilos right after he had that meet at 2019. Like, he was only training on pounds, and then after that, he was training on just kilos. I haven't seen Russ use the pound plates in a while. It It's a thing. <laughs> it, it does. It does. It does. Yeah, uh, he does it those commercial gyms for the views on YouTube. Oh, yeah. 
But those, which is smart. Yeah, that's that, yeah. that's that's oh, yeah. uh, that that makes sense. Yeah, but I was gonna say it's like last week she had a four thirty deadlift, and we just watched her uh, pull four fifty four double. So that's going to be a huge increase in that deadlift. And then she hit a squat for four thirteen for a double, which looked pretty good. So I have her at like a squat of oops, I just clicked out of it. Okay, I have her at a squat of about four fifty seven. That's just giving her like a, a baby bump on the squat, and then. Benching at least another baby bump two forty seven, but I have her deadlifting like at least four fifty seven. She probably has more than that, but that's just me being conservative. Mm. Yep. And the one thing I will say, uh Jasmine and Autumn possibly both have chips on squat. Autumn currently has the American record squat. Uh at two oh five point five. Jasmine likely will squat more than Autumn. Um but they could chip and chip. That could be a possibility for both of them. And, uh, and I think that's the, I, yeah, Jasmine might have a chip on bench. I don't know, but I think those are the only chips. I'm just wondering if Jasmine Penn will have a drama-free meet. 2019, that, that is a thing. Incredibly tough well, meet no. for her. I mean, it was a good meet, but she got called on. I think the biggest, one of the most controversial calls I think in recent powerlifting memory in 2019, the her last deadlift for the win, which I think she. Definitely got, and I think everyone in the everyone there, aside from the people who count, gave her that. And then same thing, seventy six kilo last year. It came down to it that, came well, down that to was deadlift. Not only the deadlift drama at the end, but I was on the same warm up platform with her. Her and Autumn were warming up. I didn't think she was even going to deadlift. Her like second to last warm up, she spasmed like crazy and could not get off the floor. It was insane that she was able to come back and do that. So she's one of those people. It's like no matter what's going on, she comes out and executes. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, but what was I gonna say? Oh, I did a podcast with her like probably a year ago or something. But she told me that the referee that gave her that red light for 2019 reached out to her and apologized and said she shouldn't have got, given her a red light. Well, that's good. Well, that's good of her of, of doing. That. Was it a female referee? She said her, but she wouldn't okay. tell me who it was. Oh, no, I mean, I don't, I, that's that's probably for the best. But that's good. Hey, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> not that it means anything. Now. Bye. All right. It's like, oh, sorry about that. All right, and uh, well, you still lost. So um, yeah, that was that's that's yeah. that's interesting. Okay. Um, um, there's a big gap with Jasmine Jorgo, so I'm not talking about her for a top three, but I'm definitely interested in seeing how her deadlift comes along this meet. Like, she hit that 424 squat for a the biggest grind I've seen in the squat in a long time. I don't know if y'all saw it. She, like, paused it twice and got it. But then when it came to deadlift, she just, like, completely, like, gasped. So I want to yeah. see, with, she's got a lot of space and room to grow for weight-wise, too. Maybe <laughs> she will be able to get a decent deadlift. Well, that that was actually part of Autumn, too. That meet was two hours long. They were all done uh, because it was so quick, and I'm pretty sure that was the issue with Jasmine partially, is that, like, she got to deadlift, and they they literally had it – was, it was a two-hour meet, and it was so quick that just by deadlifts, they just were just exhausted at the Arnold. So, yeah. So, primetime's going to be fast. Well, she's not in primetime. Sorry. Well, primetime's going to be fast, yeah. but probably not that fast. Because you have a you have an opportunity to dictate like how the speed of the meet. Yeah, because there 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 was only a one flight meet at the Arnold. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, it was one. I thought it was two. No, no, it, it was, was one flight. One. That's why. That's what I was talking about. Haley Hunter. Like her meat was weird. It was just because it was it was same as you, right? Yeah, it was same it was as me. One oh. flight me. Well, what wasn't what, what happened with? No, wasn't like four like equiplifters on one flight or something? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. So that's so weird. Well, what happened with Haley was just like the whoever was handling her didn't put in the second attempt in time, so she got a two and a half kilo bump on the second squat. Yeah, that's why I think took a big jump. That's to why I think actually having like her coach handling her is going to be good. Yes, like that's <laughs> that's that's where I think she's going to have big uptick in total there. But um, all right, so predictions for seventy five kilos. Want to go through them? Yeah, Who's I'll go first. Okay. This one, this one's easy. Jasmine my, first, yeah, Autumn second, dry. Claire third. Yeah, does anyone disagree with that? I don't know if I can really say that like anyone else will break into the top five, aside from maybe Brandis Day or uh, Brandis Die. I, I, man, I gave her a nickname, Lady Die, and I fucked it up. Aside from Lady Die, yeah, I mean, but I just it Claire's eyes. I think a a, a pretty safe bet for third. I'm gonna okay. I'll be different. I'll give it Jasmine ten first, but I'll make Claire second and Autumn third. Oh, okay. All right. I don't like you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Making That's enemies. Cool. And I have her on my podcast in like a week, so That's Autumn. Good. Oh, there you so. go. Make sure you mention that. Oh uh, yeah, maybe she won't hear this beforehand. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, if you're getting next week, you, you will hear it, so that's good. All right, let's, uh, All right. let's go to 82 and a halves. Yeah, 82 and a halves. We got a fun little battle for that top spot that has a lot of interesting things, a lot of wild cards that I don't know. They can go a lot of different ways. We got Michelle Robbins versus K-Webb. Michelle Robbins, I don't know if she's new to powerlifting, but definitely breakout meet that she had in May. Just competed in May. So um, she is competing and hit uh, 1060, 1162 total. She doesn't post much, but me and Solana both saw it. She hit a, so she hit 501 at her last meet. That was an all out grinder. I don't think, it I, looks honestly, hard. I, I uh, did I actually, yeah, I actually put that I think it was probably up and down and probably wouldn't count it at nationals. But then she deadlifted 545 for two in training. But it was kind of like on a deadlift bar on pound plates with straps and it was touch and go. So I don't know how much I take from that. So it's really hard to be able to gauge kind of what direction her training is going and how strong she is. Kay had a really good Arnold. PR her total, 1190. The thing is, at the Arnold, she competed at 90 kilos. And talking to her this week, she gave me permission to talk about this. She was debating going back up to 90. She's, she was almost thinking about putting in a weight class change earlier this week and then came back the next day and said, never mind, I'm sticking to 82. Apparently the cut's going well. It's not an issue of losing the weight. She just She's just kind of deciding what she wants to do there. So I'm kind of back and forth there. Kay definitely has what I think is the higher top end, but Michelle, she's young. I Who, who knows what's going on with her training? If she's progressing rapidly and that 542 actually like means something that we need to pay attention to. And then Kay, like, does this cut affect her too much? I mean, th- this is interesting. This is definitely a very big toss-up for who's going to win this. Um, I definitely know who I, I'm probably going to – I'm just going to say it. I'm going with Kay, mainly because she's my girl. I picked her last year in that loaded class between her, Margaret Hampton, and Keanu Peak, and Kay came through with that, that deadlift to win, and I can't ever go against Kay again. Kay is always going to be my pick that comes down to the last deadlift. And I think it's probably coming down to the last deadlift. And if it is, I'm picking K on that. 
Yeah, and everything that's tough about Michelle Robbins, you see the bench press. Did you watch it? Oh, maybe that was the up and down. Not the deadlift. I think it was the bench the, press. Yeah, deadlift was clean, just hard. Bench press was like just a whole thing was weird. Like it was the fastest press command I've ever seen, and then it was like up and down. I was like, okay. So if she can get that together, okay. Um, and it is tough because like we don't have a lot of information on her, and that meet was so weird to me. But the weird five forty for a double just has me thinking she might have way more in her for a deadlift. Mm-hmm. And then Kay, I'm definitely worried about how much the cut will affect her, especially with you telling me she was com- considering going back up like two days ago. Yeah, I don't want to say anything on this one because, you know, Kay is awesome, a great friend of mine. But when you start having those conversations to yourself about moving up a weight class because you just feel more comfortable in that weight class, that might be the indicator so, to go up a weight class. I don't want to spill too much. Uh, from what I know, she feels comfortable. Like strength is fine and the cuts it, going fine. There were some other factors that off air I'll I'll mention real quick, but okay. um, I, I actually don't think it's going to affect her terribly in the sense of performance. I don't think I, so. Uh, I don't I think mean, so she, either. I actually I have her. I I have her winning. I'm just saying, like, if you feel like you're a better lifter at the weight class above, then that's what I like want people to say at. Even if you're falling in, like, yes, if you're falling like but, five kilos. Someone came back in that weight class up that deters that because we got Dan- Daniela Mello returning. Yeah. So do you want to go up to the next next weight class? And it, as Kay said, Kay spread this straight up to me. Do you want to go lose to Daniela or fight for a cha- for a national championship at eighty two and a half? It's a good point. Um, yeah, I know that, that is that is a very good point. Um, and I think if I was in her position, I'd probably do the same. Maybe just once though. Because again, it turns into like, okay, how am I going yeah, to progress uh, myself as a powerlifter? Like, the, my my if my best chance to progress as a powerlifter is to gain weight and fill out a weight class, um, that's what I'm going to take. Um, but uh, I guess yeah, you are right on this. Like, she gets to battle, and that's that's the fun part is battling, fighting, trying to get yourself into the top three. Um, that is. That is why we do preview shows. That's why we cover raw ass because of these situations. Um, and I mean, in this weight class, the familiarity, I'm not going to lie, is like gone on me. Like I said, I really have a focus on people who I've actually watched compete and actually make a scouting report. I think the only person I've seen compete is Kay, Abby, and Gina. Yeah. Yeah. That's the ones I've seen. And, and, and Gina, Gina barely. Gina, I've barely seen her compete. Like, Hey, even K too. I think Abby Poston's like the only person I watched the entire meet. We did Midwest Primetime together. Abby, since that meet, because she was making a ton of progress. She didn't do that meet. Oh, yeah, she didn't do that meet. My bad. I'm going to talk about the Arnold. The Arnold is – so we did both the same meets, or we were supposed to be both the same yeah. meets. Arnold, then Midwest Primetime. I remember after the Arnold, she was creating a lot of momentum up into Midwest Primetime, and since then it stopped, and then I haven't seen a whole lot of uh, posting from her. So I can't really put her into a position within the top three just because of that, and you know we see the progress from all the other lifters. Um, so yeah, just yeah. like that's my and, that's my scouting report oh, right right there. Yeah. Scouting report. And Tara Jackson and Micah Ward, I have no info on them because I either couldn't find an IG account or they don't post their training. The only thing I really noted is Micah Ward. I believe has been adding like 50 to 60 pounds each meet she's doing. Let me look it back up again. Um, she's 23. She competed in 2021. Well, actually, let's go back. She competed in 2019, total 777. 
She competed in 2021, uh, 18 months later, 1,008. 771 to 1,008 in 18 months. That's and impressive. then competed another six months later and totaled 1063. So I'm seeing a trend line going very, very, very straight up. I don't know anything about her, couldn't find an Instagram account, but because of that trend line and she hasn't competed since January, I have to think that trend is going up to where she's pro- if she if she added 60 pounds in six months, I think she can add 40 pounds in six months, which would put her at 1,100, which would probably pretty much solidify third place, in my opinion. That's an excellent point there. <laughs> yeah, that does make sense to me, too. Um, and you're right. We have, like, no information on them. This was a tough class to look at beside yeah, her. And Tara, I, I looked at Antara, too. She's actually been making decent progress, too. Um, she's been competing for a little while longer, so I think she has a little bit more experience in this. Um, I just, I just don't see anything from posting. I mean, she's competed since 2018 and, and she's, she added from 2021 to 20, uh, yeah, for in 2021 in April, she went 1047. In December, she went 1080, so added 30-ish pounds. So it's been six months since then. That's very, that's very possible. She has another 30 pounds. So that's, that's where, like, I very much had Antera versus Micah. Um, just based off of trend lines. That, that's it. Because we, we don't have any really training to go off of, but based off of trend lines, I see both of them. I, I can make an argument for both of getting to that third spot. Yeah, and that's something to look at too. That's what, when in doubt when I can't find the Instagram, we go on open powerlifting and see if they're actually making progress. Like, if they're stagnant at a weight, like, okay, I mean, it's not, it, it happens. It's, you could still be a great lifter with, you know, making small progress, but if they're on a good trajectory, then. Uh, picking them is not the worst thing. So, all right, prediction time. Who starts? Is it me? Yeah, you go, Angela. Yes. All right, I'll go first. I already, I think I showed my hand earlier with K. Um, K. Okay. Webb. Um, I think she, still, I think she still wins this weight class. Enough poise, enough veteran, uh, um, enough big meets, and also her performance at nationals. And I'm also not gonna look like an ass again because last year I. <laughs> I remember she she uh she had a few choice words for me and when we had a uh, dinner um on Good. the uh, on, yeah a few choice words uh <laughs> Michelle Robbins I would have second as well and I'm gonna go Abby Post in third. Okay, so for me, like I think even though I was looking a lot, Michelle, like do I think she can do it? What I'm really thinking about is that meet was really small with her little friends. And I'm like, I just see her going to prime time and like she's never experienced anything like that in her life. On top of that, she's going to need cleaner pauses. She might need like her squat looked easy, but she's going to need like a cleaner deadlift than what I saw. So just knowing that Kay can technically execute, I'm going to put her in first. Um, and then that'll be Michelle's second. And I'm going to go. On Tara, based off a of trend. Third place. All right. Well, first two, no surprise. I'm going Kay and Michelle. I, I went back and forth between Antara and Micah or Mika. Uh, again, both of their trend lines are kind of going towards the same thing. I just like the mysteriousness of, of Micah. Her trend, again, 771 to 1,008 in like a year and a half, and then another 60 pounds. 
that's someone that like I don't want to bet against. That that's someone that if that trend line continues and they're gonna they're gonna make some rapid progress, we could be talking about winning this weight class next year. So I, I want to be the one on the forefront of that one. So I'm gonna go Micah Ward in third place. That's a yeah, that's a pretty good take there. I I really don't have a whole lot of arguments. You speak a lot about trend lines though. This is this your new ceiling? You're saying trend lines a lot like you did ceiling last year. Ceiling was like your sure. yeah. Ceiling yeah, was I'll like I remember a lot now. of people were talking about ceilings last year. Like, ceilings now is trend lines. And you know what's trending in the right direction? What is that? Obsidian ammonia. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't had obsidian ammonia smelling salts, you are missing out. Every power lifter uses them. In the gym, actually, last episode, he talked about them. Do it in the gym first, then he's into the competition. But most of us do it in the gym and a competition. Wakes us up. Wakes your ass up a lot for uh, your lifts, but also, hell, if you're just doing some work, need a little kick little kick up, acidian ammonia smelling salts working that way too. Use promo code 2WL15. Check out all the different smelling salts they have. They range in strength as well. Lots of spicy lots of spicy scents, lots of spicy smelling salts. Make sure you use that promo code 2WL15. They do a lot for powerlifting well. Sponsoring athletes, sponsoring podcasts, sponsoring meets. They sponsor almost like every meet that I've been to. They have a booth at the Arnold too. They're a company that give back. We loved it on Two White Lights. Make sure you're using that promo code 2WL15 on all your obsidian ammonia smelling salts going forward. All right, 90 kilos. Let's talk. All right. We got the return of Daniela Mello. Obviously last year there was a little issue with, uh, she was trying to go down to that 76 class. Didn't work out. She's now at 90. I don't think we need to worry about the same thing. I don't think she has to really weight cut for this. So I don't really see any issue there. She honestly seems pretty motivated right now. Um, I think she's probably not only did one, she obviously sandbagged that meet. It was just to get a QT. Those all look like second attempts at that. Um, we also know that for rep work, she does more than Angelo. So, uh, with on the bench, fact that she's motivated, on bench, on I think bench. things, what? On bench. We must, we must establish it's on bench. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she does more than me on all three, so I can't say anything really. I but, destroy, yeah, um, I destroy her on squat and deadlift. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I would have a hard time thinking she's not going to win this. Um, I just, I, I don't think it's going to be our all time great performance. Like we've seen her in the past. Um, but, uh, I, I think in the sense of like this weight class, um, we've got some really good, I mean, honestly, depending on who's healthy and who's going to show up well, if it, if Daniela wasn't there, we have four people who I don't know who would, would have won between Marina Shelton, Alicia Webb, Shelby Miles, and then Kiona Peak, and maybe even Carly Richard. I just It's a private account, so I don't have any information. We could have had a five-way battle for first. Yeah. I think more so now we've got probably Daniela finishing first, and then we have a possible five-way battle for second place, and an argument could be made for any one of these lifters. Yeah, this is the this is the weight class, like, no matter what we say, we'd probably just be wrong on it uh, if Daniela, like, Daniela is a pretty, is a shoe into podium. At, at the very, very least, podiuming, right? Like, just put your numbers together. She's going to podium. But, like, if you remove her from the equation, yeah, we would probably pick three and we would all be wrong to some capacity. Um, I agree with you. This is probably not going to be the Daniela Mello of 2019 where I think she was arguably the best female lifter in the world. Even after her loss at IPF Worlds, people are still considering the best female lifter in the world. Um, 
I don't think this performance is going to be that, but it could be the start of it, right? It could be the start of her getting back onto that level. And I'll say it again, off the cuff, strongest female I've ever seen. Strongest female lifter I've ever seen in person. Seen a lot in competition. In person, just watching her train, strongest I've ever seen, and it's not even close. Um, granted, I mean, I, you know, I haven't seen, you know, uh, Amanda Lawrence, Heather Connor, like train in person, but Daniela holds that title for me. Like what she was doing was ridiculous. So the potential's there, right? I mean, you know, it's there to be one of the best female lifters in the world. Hopefully this 90 kilo weight class can start. Um, I am, I mean, I think we're all big. I think, well, me and Steve definitely, Keona Peak stands. Huge fans of Keona Peak. Yeah, and the biggest question there. Yeah, we, we love her because yeah, of her. Uh, yeah, the, the is it is it Kiona we're fans of or her husband? No, I'm a fan of Kiona because it's it's her videos and it's awesome. Okay. And also last year, I, no, they're just two great people. I love them. They're fantastic. They're great. They're awesome. Um, same thing because so, I think it was Jen Milliken, K Webb, and Kiona gave me some some eyes, some eyes of disdain when I saw them in person because I picked against them to win. So. Uh, yeah. I know recovering off a of back injury, though. Yeah. Yes. That's so, the biggest thing, is is she recovered enough for this meet? Yeah, I'd probably life. pick her pretty solidly in second if I knew she was recovered, because her training going into the Arnold was looking fantastic. Yeah. But she hasn't posted since. And guess what? I couldn't find Marina Shelton with any videos. Alicia Webb was a private account, so maybe uh, Solana has a little... I think Solana put does not post her list. And he then Shelly Miles does not post her list. So, this is such a huge toss-up. Uh, Marina just competed uh, in April. That was the first time I think she was kind of like on the map, and uh, at least I kind of heard of her. Don't know how much she can add from that, but I'm just going to assume the fact that like if she can match that at a national meet, that would be fantastic. Alicia Webb arguably is the most uh, experienced. I believe she's an M2 lifter, has competed on some big stages, um, competed at the VA Pro. She's done this before. She's on, I mean, I'll say oddly, um, she has hit another like level of progress. Like usually you don't do that in your fifties. Like all of a sudden she's now progressing again. Like after being pretty stagnant where she was, which is insane to me. Now I believe there's a, I believe there was some weight class. uh, I think she upped her weight class. I might be wrong on that. Um, I think that's probably why. Let me, let me uh, confirm that. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but she did. She did. She she usually weighed about she weighed she was weighing in at 185 and now she's been up at like 195 to 196. Mm-hmm. So maybe weight helped a little bit there, but yeah. Um, Shelby Miles, very young lifter. Um, I believe she's still a junior. Um, I, I very much likely the strongest junior in this weight class, but again, doesn't post. So if any of you got something, I'm all up ears for it. But as far as I know, this is a complete kind of crapshoot when we're talking about these four on trying to figure out what we think. Um, I've got some opinions that I'll go through after I kind of hear you of what I think probably like trend well, trend lined is going to be the the yeah. name of the game this year. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it over and over. I'll, I'll talk about my trend lines of where I think see things going. Yeah, also sounds like something you're saying trend lines, and I don't want to get banned by yeah. the SAP <laughs> doing it. it, can't, it, it well, like I think honestly, if anyone's doing a trend line, I'm picking them. <laughs> yeah, they might not. They, they that, might get popped afterwards. But they're a, gonna probably do pretty well. Are you well talking, about, are you talking about line. a line of trend or? Yeah. I don't think that's Let's, how you're supposed to do it. 
I actually hey, think against I mean, them if you don't know how to like right, actually do well, it. Let's get Garrett Fear on here to yeah. discuss if it is possible to do a trend line. Yeah, I mean he has experience with both, right? Uh, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> um, that's that's actually pretty mean. Um, so I or so I mean if we're going based on how I do scouting and that's actually watching people compete and you know commentating for them and you know watching their body of work, the only people I've seen compete here, I believe, is Alicia Webb. Uh, Keanu, I mean, like, Keanu, yeah, I've seen, Shel- I've seen Shelby Miles compete. Okay. She's coached by, uh, uh, Hartman. Okay. Um, and she's pretty darn experienced, so I, I like that. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, like, there could, I mean, it could be a while ago that I've seen it. Alicia Webb is the one that sticks out to me the most. Um, and immediately, you could tell. Great lifter. How they handle their lifts, good coaching behind her, but at least she's coached by Josh Rohr. Um, I, I believe I'm correct on that. Is anyone? Yes, I think so. Okay, yeah. so so like, smart, going to have a good approach, strong. Uh, definitely the standout one. Me and Leo commentated the Masters lifters. Uh, Alicia and uh, Patricia were the ones that we were looking at, like in and actually kind of like in awe of because they're good open. We said it on there; they are in contention to be some of the best open lifters uh, in this upcoming Mega Nationals. Um, and then yeah, like. I guess I, I'm a little bit more familiar with Shelby Miles. I think we did some research with her last year. Uh, and Kiona, God, I really want to pick Kiona. Uh, just, but the, that injury, I'm hoping she's fully recovered from it. Uh, and Danny's Danny. I'm I, if we're gonna do a pick, I, I don't know who's starting first. I might as well just pick Danny now as as the one who I'm, yep, I'm safe to safe to uh, safe pick to win the weight class. All right, are we all picking Daniela? To yeah. Win? Okay. Yeah. I'll give you, I'll go first because I think I have some legitimate reasoning for why I have second and third. I'm going Shelby Miles second. The reason why Alicia and Shelby both competed at the Arnold. Shelby though missed her third bench and deadlift. So because of that, it is assumed if they attempted those, they thought they were possible lifts that she could do based off of training. I'm going to take the fact that she is younger and progressing very well over the last couple of years, that that with another three months of training is probably there. And if she hits those, she goes 1207 and that puts her over Alicia's Arnold total. If Alicia stays right at her Arnold total. So I like Shelby for second and I like Alicia for third. Kiona, I would put in second if I had any confirmation that her back was feeling good, but since we don't have any information there, I, I just, I, I couldn't. And then Marina, I don't know enough about her to know, like, her experience coming to the national stage. Alicia and Shelby have the most experience there, so I'm really comfortable picking them. And I just, I, I trend line, Shelby, young, ex- continuing to progress. I, I think she's going to eventually be totaling mid-1200s, if not 1300s. So Shelby second, Alicia third. Okay. Nice. Okay. Uh, for my second place, a lot of toss ups here. I went with Marina for second. Um, last meet went nine for nine, which was just in April. So I'm like, okay, let's just say she hits two and a half more kilos on each lift. Let's try 12 12. And then Alicia, I put for third place because I actually kind of know her. Um, lots of experience, and I think that she can add, like, if she adds seven and a half kilos, that puts her at 12.08, which is still underneath, but I predicted Marina. Uh, Kiona, I would love to put her up here, but again, who knows if she's okay. I don't know. So, yeah. All right. I am going to go Shelby Miles second, 
And I am actually going to put Keona Peek as my third, only because if she does end up just being healthy and she actually, like, ends up getting second, I can at least say that I had her podiuming and you two did it. So that is my safety <laughs> All right. Sounds good to me. All right. Looks like we are done with the 90s. Now on to 100 kilos. What do you got for me, Steve? I think we've got a clear winner. And honestly, one of my favorite lifters in all of USAPL to watch, Patricia Johnson. M2 lifter and is a beast. She totaled 1232 at the Arnold. And I don't know. I just love watching her. She is so freaking strong. It looks like her training is going amazing too. Um, she, she, she deadlifted 532 at the Arnold. She just hit 540 for a double. Yep. Uh, I, I, yeah. She's, she's insane. She's gonna, she's gonna run away with it. Yeah. She, I, I, she's gonna probably win by over a hundred pounds. And then from there, it really comes, I mean, it's, it's kind of a, it's, 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 this one's pretty cut and dry. Um, Maria Canella Basilio is nominated second. I reached out, she's coached by Marcellus. I reached out because she's nominated second, but her last meet, she totaled 150 pounds less than her nominated total. I was like, what's going on? Because she also weighed less. She weighed about 20 pounds less. Um, it sounds like that, that one, it was a bit of kind of like a, a tune up meet. Like they weren't going all out, but it does not sound like she's back to like that 1200 range. Uh, it, I, I, I didn't get any numbers from Marcellus, but just kind of talking to him, um, her, her account's private, but I think it wasn't private like a, like a month ago when he posted something from her and I saw it, I, I'm going to guess like 1120 ish, like maybe mid 1100, 1100 range, but that really probably doesn't get close enough to where Jacqueline Dubley and Nicolette Ziegler are. Um, the only question mark here is Jacqueline. She did a meet last November and totaled 1184, but then competed in January and did 1069. I don't know if that was like a meet she did for fun or something, or I, I, I didn't find any Instagram to be able to kind of confirm that. Um, so yeah, I, it, a little bit of question marks here. Nicolette, private account, so I couldn't really see too much. She totaled 1184, or, or competed in December 2 and, and hit 1184, and then she competed, it looks like maybe at the Arnold, and, and hit 1168, so just didn't have as good of a meet. So uh, just a lot of question marks there. Again, one of those ones that we, we just don't have too much information to go off of, other than the fact that we just, we know Patricia is, is going to be the runaway favorite here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watching Patricia lift in person, it was an experience. You know, we're commentating Masters lifters, not knowing really what to expect, and then this was the breakout star. She immediately, I think I even messaged you, like me and Leo were watching that, like, these numbers are ridiculous. And I messaged you and like, I think she could possibly win. I'm like, I'm not too familiar with the 100 kilo weight class. Yeah. Right now she is up there at first place. Would be a massive story too. I mean, a master's lifter just kind of finding this. I don't, I, I really don't know our competition history. Um, seemingly a, I mean, I took a picture with her. Definitely has a fitness background in something. I wish I was in that shape at her age. I, I, I think I, she used. I think she used to bodybuild. A doctor as well. Yeah. I don't okay. know. Uh, I, yeah. So pretty much. Doctor Patricia Johnson. Yeah. Life goals, like and everything, right? Like you want to be as healthy and you know competing at such a high level at that age. Um, 
Yeah, up there. IFBB. She was an IFBB oh, Pro. Oh, yeah, she was. I did mention that on the thing. IFBB Pro. Boom. That's, that's, uh, oh, man. That's, uh, that's quite the past accomplishments. Um, other lifters, I'm not going to lie, not incredibly familiar with, and a little bit of erratic competition as well, just doing research on them. Like, you can't really tell exactly what to do with first and second. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm a toss up between, I mean, I think, are we all Patricia across the board? First yes, place? Yes, we are. Okay. I'll kind of go my second. I, I went, it's, again, Jacqueline had that meet. It had to either one, she was injured or two, she just went in and had fun because that was way too, it, there wasn't a weight cut. There wasn't anything weird there, but way too low of a total. If we're taking the fact that she has that total and Nicolette has that, that it, they both basically total 1184. So they're, they're neck and neck there. Um, Nicolette does deadlift a little bit more. I do like that Nicolette, I think, has competed on some bigger stages. I don't know if Jacqueline has. Let me see so I can confirm this. Jacqueline. Oh, I'm not able to type it in. I'm going to waste too much time. All right. Either way, because of what I see with Nicolette's competition history and more recency, she I'm did going run nationals 2019. Jacqueline That's did. A big yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going Nicolette second and then Jacqueline third. I, I could be very wrong on that. I'm just going recency bias based off of seeing Nicolette competing, I believe, at the Arnold and having a decent meet there uh, and putting up a good total. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, uh, so yes, first Patricia. And then second, I just went with Jacqueline. I'm also very confused about the last meet and why it was such a lower total. But so I just went based off the meet before. And since it had very close um, totals, I just kind of flipped a coin. And we went with Jacqueline, and then Nicolette is my third place. All right, so I got Patricia Johnson. I will go Nicolette Ziegler, and Jacqueline Duba is my third. And if it helps at all, Nicolette Ziegler's uh, Instagram is Trapezius Queen. Wait. What? Trapezius Queen? Anyone anyone saying that they have big – is the queen of traps. It's got to look at me. How do you spell trapezius? Oh Underscore trapezius queen. Okay. All right. Well, I'm on the research there. How, was it on open public? Well, it's private. You can't see anything. Oh, well, I'm going to request that I follow her. I, I don't care. I'll be creepy all I want. But. And let's see who gets answered first. Yeah, I can't even find it because I can't spell traps. Uh, I can't, can't so spell traps. Yeah, I know. What I can spell, though, is stoic. Ladies and gentlemen, go to lift. Prove it. Prove it. Your Thank you. Somebody help me out here. <laughs> I see. <laughs> but, all right, stoic gear. I wear stoic gear in the gym and on the platform because it is the best. Best quality. Also, it's affordable as well, and it could be even more affordable if you use promo code ANGELO10. Go to lift.net, use promo code ANGELO10 on their singlets, Wrist wraps, knee sleeves, belts, they got you covered for everything. And again, I cannot stress to you, you're not paying for just the logo just because everyone else is wearing it. You're paying for the quality, and it's awesome, affordable. will not burn a hole in your pocket. Use that promo code, Angelo10, to save yourself some money on some stoic gear. All right, 100-plus females. Very similar to the 100 kilo weight class, I think we have a lifter who's well out in the lead. 
Yep. Alexis Jones. Honestly, I would love to see Alexis Jones go head to head with uh Bonica. I do too. I really want that to happen. If it's not now, Alexis will be the strongest uh female lifter in the world, uh based off a of total in the near future. Uh she just competed at uh Collegiate Nationals had a flawless meet, 14-26 total. Um, she goes to Midland, so therefore she doesn't post. Actually, she actually does post. I take that back. She actually does post a little bit more than the average Midland lifter, but nothing is like it, – it's all like sub-max work. I really can't get much from it. Um, so I kind of had her just based off of how things looked. I felt like based off of Collegiate, she probably already there could have hit another 2.5 kilos on squat and uh, – bench so i gave her two and a half kilos there uh devlift was pretty much a grinder but maybe she progresses from there Let, let's give her another seven and a half kilo bump 1442 total insane uh, that's going to probably win fairly easily by over 100 pounds in second i think we've got a pretty solid second as well too and i, I honestly i'm not too familiar with this lifter but looking at her training is going really darn well it's jasmine davis um competed in october uh, I mean, I'm looking at her training. She had a 485 deadlift in October and she hit a 500 deadlift in the gym, like super easy. Squatted 435 for like multiple sets of three. Um, benched 285 by three for multiple sets. Hasn't shown a ton of max list, but looks inc- incredibly strong. Like I honestly think like 490, 331, 510, 1331 total. Probably very solidly in second. Um, after that, there's a, there's a couple question marks. Um, I'll let Solana cover this one because I think she was actually refing the meet that Sarah Brenner was at. Sarah Brenner was a perennial top three lifter mm-hmm. for a very long time and I think had some injury issues and is back. It's kind of a question of like how back is she? Yeah, word. Um, so Sarah was dealing with some back issues and it took like maybe like a year to just chill. So I was her head referee at her last meet and she basically each lift looked like an easy second, I'd say. Like, for her third attempt, for like an easy second. So she had 474 squat, but her best in competition, I believe, is like... Ooh, let me double check <laughs> what her best was ever. Okay, I know she's underneath it. 545. Thank you, 545. I just found it. And then, what was her... She had 204 bench. That was very easy. I Five. gave her a nice, solid pause on that bench, and, but her best is 242, and then she deadlifted 501. That was extremely easy for her. Like oh, she, was, she was the deadlift queen. She was the American yeah, record was. holder, 573. Yeah, so that being said, I think she had some big jumps for her. Like, I put her, what worries me, she just recovered from COVID and just started getting back to the gym again, so that kind of worries me. Um, but I did bump her up to having at least a 225 bench press, at least a 501 squat, and at least a 529 deadlift. That's just me predicting, because I know she's not back to where she used to be mm-hmm. yet. Yeah, it'll be good to see yeah. her within so, the mix again, too, because I think it was for a while her- there, it was like, you know, Bonica, then you would be, Sarah was always kind of in that mix as well. Or probably yeah, the main competition. Main competition for her for third is Brittany Baker. Um, hasn't competed since last year's nationals and had some very weird attempt selection. It looks like she was she has a lot more strength than she showed. But let, let me sh- say some of this. So uh, she went two twenty five to two seventy on bench and missed it on her second or third. And then 
like on squat went 418 to 468. Like just a, some odd attempt selection, and I think some misses that likely didn't need to happen if there was some better attempt selection there. Um, so don't have much idea. I mean, I, I do see a bench post. She hasn't posted much, but a bench post of 260, um, which, like I said, she hit 225. She missed 270, but she hit 260 in the gym back in December. Probably can hit that. So if I give her just that, that already bumps her up to a 1273 total. And that I, I that's going to be tough, especially if Sarah's kind of trying to come back from COVID and whatnot. I, I, I'll just say I, I personally pretty solidly, I have Alexis first, Jasmine second, Brittany third. But if Brittany does that weird attempt selection stuff again, even if Sarah isn't full strength, her, Mackenzie, or Brenda Sanchez could all sneak in there because they're all. I think they all could be around that like twelve twenty to twelve fifty range. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Also, uh, Brittany mentioned a five fifteen by three deadlift, but didn't show it. How do you mention that? So she like wrote about it, but posted bench press, but was like, I also did this deadlift. Oh. All right. Okay. Okay, that makes. Okay, I, no, I was post. confused. I would. Yeah. I would. <laughs> I'm gonna start making posts and <laughs> I'm gonna start making posts. My picture is going to be just what I did for the day. So like 330 kilo deadlift times one, and it's a like a story. It's gonna be like a story post look, and it's gonna be the picture of it, and it'll be like, okay, that's it. That's my post for the day. I don't know why. I, like I, it. I yeah, I just I find that I would find uh, yeah to, to really up it on the. Uh, <laughs> to really up up one on like all the other lifters who hide what they're doing, I'm just gonna put like three star star times one and don't even post a video or real weights. Just post exactly that on my I'm on my actual page on my feed. Try doing scouting then. Uh, who else? Mackenzie Hoven. Let's just hope she has a better meet because her last meet she went four for nine at the Arnold. Um, and she really did not do well, but the meat prior, she did way better. So she can just pull it together. Did, she can have yeah, a I remember actually meat. talking about her last year for nationals. Her gym lifts are well above what she's been doing in competition, but it, it looks, she, she tends to have, it looks like she has an issue on depth on squat and then on deadlift, she has a little bit of a hitch ramping issue. Um, if she can come in the competition standard, strength is fantastic. Um, it's just a matter of putting that together on the platform. Mm-hmm. If she was 80 pounds lower at this meet than her last one. All right. All right, so anything else to add for these, or can we go to the predictions? I think we're good to go. go. I already well, said mine. Alexis, I would also – Brittany, one, two, three. I, no, I want to add something really quick. I actually failed to mention this, and I apologize. With the new – or not the new weight classes, going back to the old weight classes here – so 90, 100, 100 kilos. Can't stress how important that is because I actually think we're getting like a pretty fair competition here between these lifters because they're all relatively within the same weight. But I know, I believe it was Shelby Miles who expressed like, yes, 90 kilos is so good yeah. for her because he's like, I, like, I'm just going to lose to Bonica every single year because there's no way I can compete with her. Now she's actually like, able to build something within that weight class and I and I same thing with hundred kilos, right? Like Patricia Johnson, hundred kilo lifter, like she would have to compete against Bonica every single year. That's that would be yeah, incredibly I, difficult. Like so this is on, actually on the, I, this is this is the plus of the weight classes. On the men's side too, we're gonna talk about it. It's the same thing. 
honestly, two of the most exciting weight classes on the men's side is the 125 and the 140 because they were all people that were just hidden by Ray and Jesus for so many years. Yeah, I love the 90 and the 100. Um, I'm not – well, we actually don't even have it. No one signed up for 44. I don't – I think we should just get rid of that as a open class um, as well as, I mean, arguably on the men's side, I don't think we should have a 52 class or maybe even a 56. But these higher weight classes are amazing. Um, the yeah. 90 we already talked about is going to be a fantastic battle. 100 kilo, we get to see Patricia Johnson now in her element and not, like, overshadowed by Bonica and Alexis. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 100%. All right. So, for predictions, did you start already before I interrupted you? Yep. Steve already went. All right, cool. Alexis, Jasmine, um, Brittany. I wasn't listening, which is fine, because I don't give a fuck what she says. <laughs> a lot <I> go. <laughs> Uh, sorry to make it boring, but I have Alexis, Jasmine, Brittany. I want to put Sarah up, but I, I just don't think she'll have it yet. She needs more time. I am going to go Alexis. Also, cannot stress enough how good Alexis Jones is. Alexis Jones, I think, is a few, is, it feels like always is not getting the, the spotlight from the big meet she's doing, and she's doing really good at these meets. So, Alexis, number one, Jasmine Davis. I'm going to put Sarah third. Have a little fun with this. Like it. All right. Okay. We did and, it. Yeah, we did it, boys and girls. So that is our preview for the females. Things will change, definitely. We're at, like, the most crucial part of training within these last four weeks here. So we can get flip-flopped a whole lot here. Um, we're going to have the men coming up uh, on the upcoming Monday episode of Two White Lives. We're going to hope to get maybe an interview on that Friday to kind of keep you guys situated. We have so much going on in the powerlifting world, and we're trying to get it all to you. Thank you, Solana, for coming on these previews. We appreciate it. Um, And unless you guys have something to add, we can go on to next week. I will say... If y'all want to hear some dope interviews from some of the women in prime time, keep listening to the Power and Lifting podcast. I have interviews dropping every single week up until um, nationals. Yeah, your most recent one was was it Ariel? Ariel. All right. Yeah, and um, do you have a lineup of who's coming out? I do. I have Autumn Green coming up. I have. Do you remember my lineup? There's so many um, she can't remember. Yeah, Cassandra Ooh. is coming up as well. Um, I have people who I need to ask. <laughs> I also have, she's not competing. Um, she's not even USA, but I have Carlina from Who's... New Zealand. Oh, perfect. Nice. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's actually I'm interviewing a re- her this week. That's a really, really good one to have. Nice. All right. Good yes. to get, get her then... in the spotlight. That's that's uh that's really nice there. Yeah, and I'll release the other people next episode when I ask them first. Okay, we'll definitely do that. I'll be I'll be biased and hype up Autumn because I coach her, but honestly, if you all haven't heard her story, you need to hear it. She's one of the most amazing humans ever. If you don't know what she's had to go through in the last, like, two years and still doing what she's doing, it is unreal. Yeah, I, I completely agree. We talked about it on Two White Lights before it, and they had yeah. that, so... It, it, if you want to find a reason why you shouldn't have any excuses because she doesn't, then you listen to it because you'll you'll learn that like if you want something, you'll do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely tune in 
to all the great podcasts are going to be dropping up until Mega Nationals. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.